0: this is the Gary V audio experience your 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 personality your brand is so much a part of your company's brand and everything else too I mean so how have you how have you thought about that? I mean, we're right now we're being filmed by your daily video show. D- D-Rock. Uh, D-Rock is back there. Daily V. So yes. how do you think about all that of kind of building up your own personal brand and everything else there too? They all have different levers, right? Like I did, Basically, here's what I do for a living. I day trade attention. So what I do for a living is I day trade end user attention. That's how I launched an e-commerce website in 1996, even though that I had no tech skills and really even knew. I was doing the only thing I knew was that where people were going to buy things on the internet and so that was the macro level and then basically email newsletter and Google AdWords and YouTube content and Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn content has oh you know you said to me earlier you were so nice when I first reached out you were in right away I was laughing because I was like of course, you had one of the biggest platforms in the world around the context of business. I wanna be there in that space. To me, that was the easiest yes of my life. Well, I remember it was like a Friday afternoon. I called you up. We were talking about the influencer program when we first launched this. You were, I think I got like two sentences out. You're like, I'm in, I do this all the time. No problem. I started problem. spamming him. I was like, yeah. oh, all in. Yeah. Like, I was like, 100%. And so the reason, the you know, to me, I've been watching Snapchat for three years and only in January did I start getting really loud of like this is gonna work. To me, there is no doubt that Snapchat is at scale and will be at scale for mainstream because there's a network effect at a certain scale. And so I have very good intuition on what everybody in this room is gonna do a lot of times before they even realize they're gonna do it. That's my core thing, that's what I've got and now I'm trying to scale it. And the reason I decided at the height of my career to take a step back and eat and build a client service business was because I needed to scale the one thing I had. And that's not what I have. Now I have a 600 person, four office, 100 million dollar revenue business that scales my capability as a human to understand Really had a day trade attention and know when something's overpriced or underpriced in the world of social media 24 months ago when everybody was crying about Facebook organic reach and wow They pulled the rug from underneath us and this is so bad and don't do it anymore I knew as a practitioner that the best ad product that I've seen since early Google AdWords was being built and so and then I became a practitioner in it I'm a practitioner and Snapchat. The reason I do Snapchat stories is I want to be a practitioner. YouTube was something I was on so early that I took it for granted and I realized I had to get my game back on. And so that's why I do content because I'm learning through my own content creation and then I have my own like spiel. The reason I do Daily V is because I spew a lot about hustle and I realize. I don't think people really realize that I am fundamentally outworking everybody. So basically this is just propaganda to stick it to everybody that I work harder than them. The other thing about being good at this is you get the I told you so moments, right? Like I love the clip on when I was on with Pierce Morgan saying that Facebook stole Instagram for a billion dollars which led to 10,000 tweets that I was an idiot because a lot of you remember it was only 500 days that Instagram was in business and it was like a billion, it's crazy that it wasn't that long ago but a billion for that seemed like outer space. Uh, And the same thing with Snapchat. I've been on Snapchat very aggressively since 2013. What got me to pay attention or the moment was tens of millions of people were using it. Like this is like the funniest thing. Like Nothing bothers me more than when people say, first guru, but second, (laughs) second is futurist or disruptor. I think I'm the most practical operator and marketer in the world. I just market for the day we actually live in right now. Not yesterday, not tomorrow. So do I know VR or After School or Musical.ly are emerging and things will happen? Of course. But do I think it's the best use of every dollar and hour right now? No, I do not. And so, I that's what I do. So I watch Snapchat every day. And then, nine, 10 months ago, I'm like, okay, this is really hitting critical mass. And then, when I watched the first week of what was happening with DJ Khaled, I was like, okay, this is millions. This is millions of people watching this. This isn't the tens, of thousands or hundreds of thousands that I thought people were getting from Snapchat. This is three, I mean, I got a screenshot from it, like three million people. I'm like, okay, this is now at real true meaningful scale, which means it's not just 13 to 18. And then I just live life, right? Like I travel so much, I started seeing 30 and 40 year old people with a yellow app on their home screen, right? Like it was really that basic. And then there's the thing that blows my mind, which is, Everybody in this room can do what I do, which is wake up in the morning and the first thing they do, grab their phone, look at the App Store top 100 free apps, and look at the charts. It's just been sitting there in the top five for I don't know, a year and a half. Like, th- th- that's real data. Like, I'm, like there's no guess, I'm not, pr- I'm not predicting Musical.ly's success. It's been a top 20 app for four and a half months. Like, it's, like, this is just, this is not a joke, what I'm about to tell you. In 2006, when I was 31 years old, I didn't even know agencies were a thing. Because the way I built Wine Library, I did it all myself, direct to the platforms that I was using. I didn't even know that Madison Avenue advertising agencies existed. Somebody came to sell me billboards. If you lived in New Jersey, and during that time, I used to have billboards of myself up, talk about narcissistic. <laughs> you know, there was billboards of me saying, watch the Wine Library TV show, because I literally used to drive from New York to New Jersey, I am like, hey Gary, you know? like. And when the guy sold them to me, I did the creative. I gave it back to him, and then he gave me a bill, and I lost my because I didn't know. I thought he worked for CBS Viacom, but he had some you know Lopez like media like he was a media agency, and he was charging me. I'm like, for what? Like you know, like I like I literally didn't even know that ecosystem. And the truth is my undereducation, my lack of education, my lack of that has hurt me because I had a pattern recognized later in my life. It's why I'm gonna win later in my life. The reason I'm not gonna buy the Jets in my 40s and I'm gonna buy them in my 70s is because I didn't, I didn't know when I put all my personal post-tax money into Twitter and Facebook, this is sad as I'm now 35, I didn't know that I could go to other human beings and raise money and take 20% of the upside. If I did, I'd already be a billionaire. Because I would have bet my life on Facebook. So like just think about that. Just basic, something you could read when you're 11 years old on the internet of like carrying money, like basic fund dynamics was something I didn't know at 35 years old because if I did, I would have raised it, made a lot of people in my world at the time a lot of money and I would have made 20% of the upside which would have been remarkable. So, you know, I don't, when I say I don't have mentors, I think of that as a weakness, but I just know it's my truth and it's all I got. And I'm so, it's like meditation. Meditation is about to explode in America, right? Like like what happened with Starbucks and coffee shops and what happened with SoulCycle and exercising is 1,000, 1, 1,000% gonna happen with meditation. In four and a half, five years, everybody here is gonna go to the meditation thing and they're gonna have their T-shirts and we're all gonna sit there and it's gonna be at scale, it's a trillion dollar business. Why do you say that, why? uh... Because I pay attention to consumer trends. Because of Headspace, because of the couple of studios in New York and LA, because I just know how it works. And the only reason I'm telling you this story right now is to get it on film so we can do the recall in four years and be like, I told you. And so, (laughs) so if you wanna know why I'm telling you this story. But oh, I was trying to figure out why did I get here besides that. I will never do it. I'm so happy. And so grateful for the way I'm hardwired and softwired that I'm literally scared to do meditation because I'm scared it might trigger something in my brain in a different direction and make me not this 100% complete happy. And it's the same reason I don't have mentors. I know what I'm doing. It's good for me. I like it. I don't even want to be affected by other people. I don't want to hear from any guru. I want to watch what you guys do at scale and make my decisions and just do my thing.